now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back. You know what song we really need for this intro is the Migos song. It's like, are you ready? Is you ready? Because the folks aren't ready for tonight. Episode 100, the century mark, or the decade. No, the century mark. We made it. A hundred goddamn episodes. We're here. We're alive. We're kicking. Didn't think we'd make it this long. Folks, since we've started, we've gone through Hurricane Sandy. We've gone through a pandemic. No, no we didn't. Wasn't Hurricane gone- Sandy in like 2008? <laughs> that was the wrong hurricane. Sandy we was in, No, no. Sandy was in... That was the one that hit the Northeast. We got hit by that in high yeah. school. It was like 2012. 2013 we got hit by some hurricanes we got hit by a pandemic we got i mean we got hit by a lot of things and we're we're fighting back you know we're 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 taking some jabs and we're throwing up you graduated college and your master's and got a job in the time wow that did you guys this is fact checking squad hold on uh sandy was 2012 i believe connor said that good job connor um, good for me, but not about me. It's about the show tonight. Episode one friggin' hundred. A lot of people we need to thank, starting with God. Um, felt like that was maybe important. Um, AJ, our producer, a- AJ, my God, a- we got to have AJ on again. We should have had him on tonight for the episode one hundred. but you know, AJ is a staple to the seventh rounders. We want to thank all those guests, you know, from Matt to Dave to Addie to Woodland to Rodriguez. Drew joined. Drew. The Ray, Lou. Joined. Ray Lou. Ray Lou. Ray Lou. We had Dante Drew. Brothers on the show early yeah. in, in our career. We did have Dante. We need to thank. Are we missing anyone? Are we forget The anyone? mother of the podcast, Mrs. Yep. Karen Powers. Yep. Coming in clutch all the time. You know, we have our seventh rounder Yetis. That unbelievably, she's unbelievable. Thank you, Mrs. Powers. Yes, thank you. Coming in clutch with the summer right around the corner. Yeah. Sitting out on the dock with that Yeti. You know what? Coffee, coffee in the morning. I use, I use it for the first time. I uh, I got a haircut this weekend on Saturday, and I brought it in the car with me in that Yeti. The coffee. Nice. Nice. Coffee. I have yet to use it. I th- I I think I'm gonna throw some coffee in there. Maybe tomorrow morning. Nice. It's like so pretty. You almost don't want to get it dirty. You yeah. know what I mean? I like want to it out though. Yeah. So yeah. yeah Got to use it. Chad, and I we, wanted to say your. Did you do something with your hair for tonight? Is it just longer? He's got yeah, like it's really long. It's super long. It's borderline mullet. I've just been trimming around my ears, so I've got a full-on mullet going. Is what I like. It. Good. Keep I don't it. leave the house much. It's all right. Keep it going. Keep it going. Thank you. Um, perfect. I think that look is kind of in. If you did buzz the sides, I think that look is kind of in. Maybe you get a little bit longer up top. John, well, with this, tell me how it looks. This is bad podcasting, but Chad is bringing a new team to the seventh rounders because he's over the Sabres. Uh, uh, wow. Chad's you know what? I, it's, funny, it's funny you brought that hat in. I was going to say for the seventh rounders summer Nashville trip, I think you need to have the mullet or I will not go. Uh, I could, I'm on board with that. All right. And I That's, think we're going to need I won't go. David Ference live appearance if we do go to Nashville. 
That would be important. A live right, show. Look at the Nashville Predators tickets here for the rest of the season. We will we will have a $50 entry fee auction into the Nashville, the seventh rounders trip to Nashville. $50 entry, minimum of five entries. All expenses are on you trip to Nashville to join the seventh rounders. Well, I, I like would that. say if they all are paying $50, you could get enough money to pay for their trip. That's what they're entering to win, you know? You got well, we want money them. to keep. Yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll give you some money for the trip. Don't yeah. worry. My goal yeah. there was just to talk a little quick and hope they didn't catch the fine print. Yeah, true. I also said a minimum of five entries, so really it was a $250 minimum. That's right. true. A total um, hose job. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. The people come to expect it. But we have a lot to talk about in the 100th episode, and we're going to start with a little recap because it's been two weeks. Um, so let's go to the two big events that have, you know, taken place slash finished up one being March madness, one being the masters. Let's start with March madness. The we fact, watched, go ahead. Before you start the fact that March madness and the masters were in the same week, mind boggles me. It feels like March madness ended like four years ago. It feels so long ago. I completely agree. It feels so far into the past. It's crazy. I know. And what a, it was an interesting, I think we talked before the final four. Um, One of the two final four games, great national championship, depending on how you looked at it. You know, I still thought it was an interesting game. I enjoyed watching it. The Baylor bears are your national champions. My team. Um, I'll take credit. Uh, Just I said, if Baylor wins by double digits, I'll call him one of the greatest teams of all time. You did say that. Are you going to call him that? I am not going to say they're one of the greatest teams of all time, but that was an all-time performance that they put on. Connor sandbagged himself. That's fine. That's fine. I think, Chad, I'd be comfortable saying that they're they're one of the greater great teams of all time, I would say. So, so let's look, so it's hard to look at anything before 2000, you know, you have all the UCLA wooden teams back in the day that are, you know, there's like three of them that are considered some of the greats. But if we look at from 2000 to to 2021, you know, I put Baylor right up there with that, that, um, 2012 Kentucky team. And and they didn't even win it. Did they? No, No, 2015 lost. Yeah. 2015 lost. So 2012 2012 was the 80s. Anthony Davis, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, uh, Patrick Patterson, I believe. Yes, I think that's right. I thought uh, Pat Patterson was with Jay Wall. And yeah, you're right. No, they had um Terrence Terrence Jones. Is that his name? Yeah, something Terrence like that. Jones. Uh, that guy Lamb, Dorian Lamb, I believe his name. Deron was. Lamb. Deron Lamb. Yep. I believe so, Brandon Knight was the point guard. That sounds right. Uh, the reason I, I put Baylor in that discussion is so Baylor finishes, finishes the year with two losses. They were in the top three of the whole year. Those two losses come off their COVID pause. Um, albeit one being a, a really bad loss in, in the, their conference tournament, but still, you know, a week or so after their COVID pause and then a loss, I think at Kansas, um, you don't have that COVID pause in place. You know, maybe they they lose to Kansas still, but I, I don't see them losing that game in, in their conference tournament. 
And then you look at them absolutely dismantling Houston in the first game. That was over from three minutes in. And Houston was a good team. I think everyone agreed. You know, Houston was just, no one really talked about the whole year, but definitely a good team. Baylor just destroyed them. And then they put a thumping on Gonzaga in the finals. It just, you know. I will say, I think Gonzaga's still very good. If they didn't play a team of Gonzaga's caliber, they would have won that national championship game by, I think, 30, 40 points. They were, like, that was one of the best performances I've seen. And I'm willing to say that those three guards might be the their all-time great guard combos since 2000. I mean, those guys are unbelievable. Yeah, and, and you know, the big men, that's something I remember us talking about, you know, going into the tournament or a week or two before the tournament was, you know, we were worried about um, Baylor's big man play. If they played a team with legitimate bigs. Yeah. But they showed up big time against They Gonzaga. played big. Gonzaga didn't yeah. play big. They played very big. They looked like they lived with the football team, and Gonzaga looked like a little bunch of little adolescent boys out there. I'll yeah. be honest. I mean, the Baylor Absolutely big, active, active on, so active. Very active, um, very fast, and very, very physical. Buckets. Chad, I, I, I was picking like you up there because your, your audio shit itself again. I was picking you up right there for the for the dead zone. The Their bigs were so strong. Like, they didn't score that much, but in terms of just physicality, and then I was also impressed – their bigs were incredible switching out onto the guards on the pick and rolls. Yep. A lot of turnovers. Big That's what that that was what Gonzaga was supposed to be good at was the the defensive movement on screens, which is how Baylor creates their shots and gets all the all the open threes. And they did a terrible, terrible, terrible job on that. So um, do you do you guys I, think? Oh, go ahead, Connor. I was gonna say a couple more notes from that game. One, Jalen Suggs, absolute stud. Unfortunate, he got that charge call early on. Yeah, completely changed the game. I don't think they were winning either way. But you know that that game made you realize, I think, how much legitimately better Jalen Suggs is than the rest of his teammates, and how the rest of his teammates were a byproduct of of both Jalen Suggs and the system. Yeah. So that's Jaylen what I was, wanted to Jaylen ask. Jalen was so much better than everyone else on his team in the championship and in the Final Four. Do you think if if Suggs doesn't get into early foul trouble? Um, it's a little bit different game. I'll answer your question before you ask it, but it's not going to make them win. Yeah, okay. I agree. I mean, Baylor was shooting too hot. They were controlling yeah. tempo, getting turnovers. They yeah. were winning that game regardless. Baylor was, a, Baylor was a team that if they got ahead on you early, they were not going to look back, and that is what they proved against Houston. Houston, both Houston and Gonzaga got knocked so far off their game plan so early in the game that they could never recover, and I said it to, to the – people i was watching both times i was like this shit's over about five minutes and i was like they 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 can't play from behind yeah they as couldn't. soon as they were up and i was like this yeah. we're in trouble baylor yeah cannot come from behind on they're too good at shooting because when you have a good shooting team you, you just can't play from behind yeah I you're do, exactly right connor or I do, john i, I do want to propose three teams in the greatest team since 2000 that is in kentucky number one the florida teams from yeah. 07 to 09 won Back to back, or 06 to 08, one back to back with the same starting five. 06, 07, 06, 07. Yeah, with Joe Kim Noah, Corey Brewer. I have this. I have all the winners pulled up. I'm ready. Al Horford, another team that UNC team with Ty Lawson, Wayne Ellington that beat Illinois in the finals was unbelievable. 2005. And the last team, fuck. 
Go ahead. I, I just, I just, I'll tell you what, that, that run from, Oh, I got it real quick. And then, uh, that Villanova team from 2016 yep. was just dismantling people yep. in the tournament. Yeah. Villanova that run though, Maryland starting in 2002, then you had Syracuse's best team ever. 2003, that, that team was a wagon. Uh, UConn 2004, Mecca Okafor, that team was also a problem. And then your North Carolina, your Florida's. I mean, and then Kansas was 37 and three in 2008. So you got a, a run of, I mean, obviously you're, you're comparing winners with winners and winners, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess Tough the interesting point is if Baylor played a full season of 40 games, are they losing like one more game? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm curious what would have happened in that regular season matchup. Would Baylor have smashed them like they did? What would have happened against Zag if they played in the regular season? And that so, I so John, think that's, Gonzaga would have won that game in the regular season. Why? That's what I wanted to ask was, Connor, you can finish in a second. You know, Baylor obviously handled them. But if these two teams played 10 times, do you think, you know, Baylor, based on that one result, ba- Baylor is definitely the better team. Like, they win 8 out of 10. Or do you think this is more like a 10-game series? It's right around 5-5. Five, five. I think they win 7 out of 10. Okay. Like, if Baylor started a game against Gonzaga and not shooting that great, and Gonzaga was able to get like that five, ten point lead, I think it's going down the stretch, and Gonzaga's probably getting a few of those. I don't think Baylor's like they they shot unbelievable from the start. They had that freak charge call on Suggs. I still think they're the better team, but I don't think they're three games better than that Gonzaga team. Okay, that's fair. So, So. to wrap up the college basketball. Two, oh, two points ahead. I wanted to make. One, you know, sometimes you you really think you're, you're living in a simulation, right? So I tweet out, you know, watching this fucking Baylor-Houston massacre. I tweet out, so we got this shitty Final Four game and then this other shitty Final Four game expecting UCLA Gonzaga to be bad. And then they throw those. That is like the primetime game. That one game that I thought was going to be the worst of all of those. And then we get to watch a... a the exciting national championship game on Monday. Well, I bet on Houston. They got killed. Then the next game ended up being really good. And I took Gonzaga and they didn't cover. And then the national championship was terrible. And I took Gonzaga and they lost. So simulation. So that's my first point. You were right though. I did see your tweet after the game. We have not had a good championship game in three years. We haven't. Um, But I left those tweets to be a part of history um, to make me look bad because that humbled me. I guess the, World Series might have been the most competitive championship series we've yeah, had. Yeah, it wasn't like four two, two years. Four two though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. It's and it wasn't even intriguing. It was like the Dodgers and the Rays, and I really didn't care. It was like a 30 game season, and didn't count. So, maybe maybe Chiefs Niners. That was a pretty decent game. I wasn't even in this like decade. <laughs> <laughs> Felt so long ago. <laughs> it legitimately might was that 2019. It might have been the the last decade. That yeah. was 2020. Oh, anyway. Um, second point I wanted to make the Chad, you misspoke earlier. I think you said Kansas in the conference championship. Baylor lost to Oklahoma state in the big 12 championship game. That game is the single reason I think why I bet so poorly through March madness, because that made me think that Oklahoma state was a little bit invincible and kind of a team of fate and that Baylor wasn't very good and not good. So related so to game, COVID is what you're saying. That, you didn't take that, COVID into no, account. No, no, I'm saying that game, for whatever reason, I don't know what, for whatever reason, the result be, was what it was with Oklahoma State winning. That game, though, is the reason why my mindset was clouded and broken when I was gambling throughout March because I just could 
recover from that. Gotcha. I couldn't believe that a team like Oklahoma State and then Illinois, too, just flame out so early in March after being so hot to end the year. It was kind of crazy. Never seen yeah. it like. So I, to- I feel like teams that get hot in their conference tournament either win the whole thing or lose early. Like, I remember that UConn team with Kemba won, like, their last 12 games or something ridiculous. But I feel like, for the most part, conference champions don't make it that far in March. Yeah. yeah. So, to, so to wrap up college basketball, a quick preview. I think this is Andy Katz. Sh- sh- wait. <laughs> Shout out to the ESPN Fantasy Baseball app for alerting me at 9, 10 p.m. that Rendon got placed in the DL. That happened, like, four hours ago. What what is that sir? What purpose does that serve me to get that alert right now? Are you kidding me? This app is a joke, dude. Fuck John's you, ESPN. Angry. Fuck you, ESPN. So the way too early 2021-2022 look from Andy Katz has UCLA one. I saw that. Michigan two, Baylor three, Gonzaga four, Kansas five, Purdue six, Ohio State seven. Maryland 8, Villanova 9, and Alabama 10. I believe this came out five or six days ago. I think with Villanova announcing their, I think it's their top two players returning, they will be higher. They're, you know, a preseason top five team. Ohio State loses Dwayne Washington. Well, likely. I don't think he's signing with an agent, but he'll likely be gone. So Ohio State will drop. He has the orange in the top 20 at 19 overall, which is just just so baffling to me. Just so <laughs> baffling. Um, I listened I to mean, your rant again today. I no, I, I don't. Week. I mean, that was it's, unreal. college basketball is like just a concussion right now with all the transfers. I can't keep everything straight. Folks, be excited. Jimmy Bayheim is going to be an orange man next year so we're gonna have the privilege of watching two Bayheims on the court next year <laughs> so even, even a little more uh, favoritism from the coach so that'll be a delight that'll put me in a good mood a, wait is there a second child Bayheim? yeah he was at cornell he's, <laughs> he's he's uh i think a year older maybe two wait, years is he older coming to syracuse yeah he's like a seventh year <laughs> he's gonna transfer to syracuse yep first final year of eligibility <laughs> so happy days happy days but it's a happy day for me because i'm just excited to hear you complain about it next year yeah oh yeah can't wait for- gonzaga is going to be a wagon again next year they're bringing in chet holmgren who's the number one prospect i believe they have another top five coming in i don't want to hear the word gonzaga ever again in my life I'm pretty dumb John's over Gonzaga. I fucking hate them, dude. All right, and I think I think, bomb quota for the I think UCLA is all hinging on whether Juzang comes back. I was gonna say, how is UCLA unanimous? I've seen UCLA one across everything. I'm like, no way. I hate UCLA. I'll always hate them. Um, let's move on though. The Masters just finished up yesterday because we're recording Monday night. Yeah. So Hideki Matsuyama is your 2021. Masters champion. Even he that went, feels long ago, dude. Seriously. And Chad's audio here is having a over, moment. So Clemens is going to pick it up. And Chad's back. Hideki wins by one over some guy, some skinny guy. Um, Xander with quite a choke job on the 16th hole after he got close. Um, takeaways. I feel like. In general, the whole sports community was 
like more involved in the masters than I think I've ever seen, which was cool. Yeah. Um, a bummer seeing some of these top guys like Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka not make the cut. It wasn't meant to be this year, I guess. Um, obviously not the same without Tiger there, but still, you know, a fairly exciting four days. What did you guys think of the tournament? I mean, how does Dustin Johnson go minus 20 five months ago and then miss the cut? That's just so poor. That's genuinely shocking, like shocking. Not hasn't been talked about enough, I don't think. It's a bad job. Yeah, um, I, I will say it looks like the, the course was a lot more up to Masters standards than it was, it was in November. So that was nice. Uh, nice for Matsuyama becoming Japan's first male major winner. Um, he did run away with it a bit, except for there was the three-hole stretch where Xander had a shot, but Matsuyama was masterful. Z- Xander massively blue-balled over here because I, I took him uh, after round three. I liked his – actually, I didn't take him after. I took him mid-round three, got him at pretty good odds, ended up being much better odds than what he closed at for the day. Um, and it got within two there what three to play and he s- puts one in the drink uh that was deflating but you know. like the easiest hole on the course i know uh, it's like how are you how what are you doing like why are you taking that angle with the ball down two right now like what are you doing i just didn't understand what he was doing because the ball rolls off the back of the the back of the green it rolls back to the cup he could have played that just so differently but what do i know i, I went out there today on an easy course and i shot like 48 over par, so I shouldn't be giving anyone critiques on golf, honestly. Good for Hideki, though. I, I, I thought it was cool that he won. Um, good the for bow. Had a, the bow was awesome. Had a whole country behind him. Did you see the picture of him in the airport this morning at 6.45 a.m.? Just master's jacket over the chair like a normal guy. Yeah, he was ready I, to get out my of My question is, did his caddy just say, screw it, I'm not playing? Yeah, how is he by himself right now? <laughs> That's kind of wild. I don't know. Um, anything else with the masters, I guess, you know, no, what's the next major, um, it would be the U S open in September. No, before that, Connor, July, maybe June. Connor just told me the next golf major is all the way in September. Let's see. That's like Dustin Johnson missing the cut. Did Connor lie? It's preposterous, dude. It's in like May. There's no way it's later than May or June. Do you know how far out September is? Third, Thursday, June 17th. I was a bit off. <laughs> Let's move uh, on to golf. Okay. Let's go to, you know, our our wrap-up of The Sabres traded Taylor Hall. Updates. The Sabres did trade Taylor Hall. They're kind of a wagon right now. Casey yeah. Middlestat, good player again. They brought up one of their better young young guys that uh, scored in, I think, his second game up. Um, They're just, just letting the kids play at this point. They're saying fuck. They're literally in fuck it mode. Yeah. Totally in fuck it mode. <laughs> Are they so even bad. running plays like or anything out there? They're just letting the guys just skate around. We have a I Mike have, Duck I actually situation on our hand. I haven't watched any of the plays. No. I, for the last month, I think the third line's been coaching the team. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on out there. No, no idea. At this point, just get the first overall pick and draft someone bad again. Let's just get the cycle going. Oh, God. It's a shame that such nice uniforms and such a rat, like a good fan base is just stuck with such a nightmare. 
The Bills got out of it, though. Maybe, you know, maybe the Sabres can get out of it eventually. See how long that lasts. Um, they're pretty good shape. NBA, Connor, our resident analyst, uh, anything you want to touch on the NBA? No, I made it to the Nets-Lakers game the other night. No LeBron, no AD, no Kuzma. They just blew the doors off the Nets. I took a Kyrie Irving over 26.5 points. He gets ejected with twenty or with 18. So That, that was guy fun. has no interest in basketball anymore. So that was fun. Uh, NBA, no, it's just the, the Hawks are, are hot right now. The Knicks are still hanging around. You could tell but, me literally. You could tell me literally anything about the NBA right now. I'd totally 100% believe you. I have yeah, no I idea mean, what's going the, on. The good teams are playing well. The bad teams are playing bad. Playoff standings coming into shape, but this is kind of the dead period of the NBA season. I feel like it's just injuries everywhere. I have like no idea who's starting any night. I look at the spreads. It's like everything looks ridiculous to me. The Kings were kind of hot for a little bit, Chad. Right? Did yeah, and that? then they died again. Okay. They're cold. They're cold. Um. They're fight. They're playing hard. That's all I can ask of the boys. Unlike they're the opposite of the Sabers. For two bad teams, they're just complete opposites. Um, the Kings are not a lot to smile about outside. De'Aaron Fox is just so goddamn good. I can't get over it. Um, Last NFL, thing to touch on, I think, would be the MLB season kicking off. Let's skip we, that. Nothing to talk about. Let's go yeah. to the NFL draft. Anything we want to talk about there? Nothing's happened. Falcons need to get Kyle Pitts. At Not all. Oh, they need to trade out so someone can grab a quarterback. So Pitts or Chase is an automatic fall to the six at Miami. Pitts would be wonderful. That's my ideal world, which means it won't happen. So. Yeah. Fade John. Um, yep. MLB. You know what? In that case, I want Penny Sewell. Okay. Penny Olivadka. <laughs> That's anything call if we take him. Anything before the break, boys. I just want to say thank you, AJ. This is the hundredth break you've put in. I think maybe I don't know if we've had more than one at any point, but AJ, thank you for a hundred breaks and everything else that you do for us. We love All you. All right, sweet AJ, hit him with it. All right, we are back. Thank you again, AJ. Um, a quick little, this is where the epi gets fun. All right. We're going to start here. This is going to be fun for me. Maybe not these two, but we are going to find John and Connor, their favorite NASCAR drivers through two simple steps. This is, and and folks, this is how we're kicking off the fun portion of the hundredth episode tribute portion tribute. All right. We're going to start. Is tribute the wrong word? Reflection? The one the wrong word. Celebratory. Fiesta. Fiesta. I like Fiesta that. Fiesta forever. Connor, we'll start with you. Connor, give me your three favorite numbers. 7, 11, and 24. Okay. And give me your two favorite colors. Blue and hmm. I'll say orange. All right. We easily found Connor's favorite driver through wow. number and color. Are you guys ready for this? 
He is yeah, I'm, 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 the uh, driver. I, 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 uh, wait, real quick. I might reckon. I do know some NASCAR names here. So. I think it's Kevin Harvick. This is a young guy. His, I believe, third year in the Cup Series. Driving for Hendrick no- Motorsports. The number 24 car. It is William Byron. Oh, nice. he's, he's, he's had some nice... He's had some nice wins recently. He was, does have a win this year, 23 years old, and he's up there this year. I believe he is sixth in the standings right now, but that is a great driver for you, Connor. Someone uh, to monitor I, through the years. I was a rabid Jeff Gordon fan growing up. He was 24, right? He was yeah, 20, he's driving 24. Jeff Gordon's car. John, it is your turn. Give me your fa- three favorite numbers. One, five, and 13. I gave him in numeric order. Five is my favorite number. For those keeping score at home. <laughs> okay. And, oh, God, please don't. Okay. Um, give me your favorite <laughs> colors. We could have major issues, but give me your favorite colors. How many are you looking Two. for? Blue is my favorite. Um, okay. I have your driver. <laughs> All right. Um, controversy with this driver. <laughs> Let's go. That's probably perfect for him, though. Um, yeah. Another Hendrick Motorsports driver. So you guys would be know. liking drivers on the same team. He is the driver of the number five. Um, he doesn't really have a sponsor uh, because of off the <laughs> off the track issues. Um, but. John's new favorite driver is Kyle Larson. Oh, I know his name. I don't really know much about him. Um, would you like to fill me in? Or would you like me to fill you in? Yeah, fill me in. So this is the car. He is actually a sponsor right now is Hendrick Cars. He can't really get other sponsors. Um, so he is 28-ish. Um, grew up on the dirt track. Um, in terms of talent, he like twenty something car before. He was in what car was he before? The forty. Not always been in the five. No, he got fired last year for um racially insensitive comments uh, while I racing. I was. He was the guy on the stream. Yeah, that was. He got picked up already. Hendrick? Hendrick's pretty big brand. Yeah. So yeah. John's favorite driver is, well, I can, I if you'd like to switch, I can allow you to. What are what are my other numbers in play? Um. Yes. Number one is in play. That is Kurt Busch. Is he blue? He is not blue. He's um. His car color is black. I actually have Kurt Busch's autograph. I did meet him back in the day. I think multiple times. Uh, Sponsored when I was by a, Monster Energy. When I was a younger lad, we can take him. I'll okay. take Kurt Busch because I, I do have his autograph multiple times. I also met Kyle Busch before. I also met a, a, a lot of them actually, Chad. A lot so of we have Nass, a, a lot of walk a lot of walk-ins. Glenn grown up. So we have a William Byron fan. We have a Kurt Busch fan. That excites me. All right. Um, that's all we need to do with NASCAR because I know no one else actually cares at all. 
So that was that was more just for me because it is all about me at times. I thought um, it was you know you know as, as little as people might care. I thought it, it was funny. Thank you. Now our next oh. segment, we're bringing it back. Sixteen qu- Connor is the questionnaire. Sixteen questions, yes. Question master. Question master. Do you have an athlete or a person in mind? I got one in mind. I don't know why he just came to mind, but yeah. Connor is the queen. He just pulled the queen in uh, fire. He's the question master. John, who do you want to go first? Uh, Who do you want to go first? (laughs) This is bad radio. You go first. Connor, is it a male current athlete? That entire statement is not true, so I'll say no. You didn't have to tell us all that, but okay. Is it a female current athlete? (laughs) No. He just told us the whole statement was wrong. Why would current athlete be right? Because it could be a female. No, I, I said I said part of your statement was wrong. To Chad's question, it's just a no. Okay, John. So that was helpful. Don't be a schmuck. So it is a male former athlete. Is it, Connor? Did he play a team sport? He did. Okay. Did he play football? No. Connor, are you keeping track of this is not a question of the game. Are you keeping track of how many are yeah, five? This is question five. No, Chad went first, right? I went first. You did. Jesus Christ. I'm scrambled. I'm Schvetznikoffed. Thank God we fit that in on the hundredth episode. It would have been bad if we didn't. Um was he a baseball player? He was. Uh, I like it. Did he – well, he – fuck. Played for a lot of teams. Was he a pitcher? Yes. That was a good question, Chad. That was a really good question. American League? Not, like, known for American League? You know what I mean? Never played a season in the American League. Wow, Chad. It's big. Is he a Hall of Famer? Good question, Chad. I – don't believe so yet, but he will be. Connor's being extremely generous, unnecessarily well, generous with his answers. I don't think you'll get him either way. Uh, let me just double check that he's not already in there. Oh, yeah, he is already in the Hall of Fame. Okay, that honestly is so many hits within one answer. Did he play in the NL East? For a time. Okay. What are we at now for questions? Uh, this will be question 11. Oh, boy. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Question, question nine. Okay. Was he a lefty? No, this should be Oh, yeah. Sorry. Nine, this is question eight. This is John, it's question nine. Yeah. Was he a lefty? No. This is question nine right here. You sure? Positive. Good. 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 I'm glad. Um, so he was a righty, Hall of Famer, former pitcher, and he played in the NL East 
for a time, and he never played in the AL. Interesting. Really, really interesting. And he, you said he wasn't. A, that was the last one. Was wasn't a lefty, Chad? Correct. Chad? So he's a righty. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Did he play for the Braves? He did. Nice. Nice. That was a major question. Nice. I think I know who it is, but I didn't want to guess it. But I might be wrong. There's two I people. There's three people. There's three people on my on my brain. Go ahead. Is Chad's gonna use it early? I guess think here. he's gonna. I think he's gonna get it. Tim Hudson. That is incorrect. That was one of them. Is it John Smoltz? That is incorrect. Oh, that's who I thought it was. We are now on question number 12. Yeah, I mean, might as well use your three guesses here. I'm going to. Wow. Chad's knowledge of the Hall of Fame Braves. I think there's... Chad, I believe... Chad, you have an excess of one. You do have one more question to ask. I have that luxury. I have two more and I have to guess both. Okay, okay. Um, but I'm not saying to use that because, you know, I could beat you with my next guess if you don't get this. I'm just got to play. play with your did he, I'm, I'm not fucking with you. Did he retire before 2014? Yes. He would have had to to be in the Hall of Fame, Chad. Chad. Chad, you wasted that question. No, oh my that's God. good question. You can no. get inducted. That was a throwaway. Five that was a, years. That was a throwaway, dude. That was a bad question. That was a rushed question. It was a bad question. Chad, you, you should have asked if it was a starter or a reliever. I should. That would have been a good one. Oh, man. Shit. Um, is it... Mm, Matt Greg Greg Maddox, what's his first name? Maddox? Greg is it Maddox? That is, is correct. Greg Maddox. Let's go. <laughs> Former second round pick by the Chicago Cubs. Hall of Famer. Four time Cy Young winner. Nineteen ninety five World Series winner. Eighteen time that... both love. Eight time all star. Thank God oh. you said that so I didn't have to give my next atrocious guess. I was gonna go Tom Glavin. I had no idea. <laughs> Tom Glavin's sure the only other two Hall of Fame pitchers. Tom Glavin's so. not dead, you fucking idiot. He's also a lefty, which is the question. He's like 48, probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have You know that Greg Maddox pitched until he was 42 years old? Hmm. Um, for a while. I Very wild. Know. How did that pop in your head? I really don't know. I was just sitting here. I was like, Greg Maddox, and I went with it. Interesting. Off of the the action of like, what's the first random athlete you think of? Get some yeah, I've seen that going around a bunch. Definitely, definitely something we'll do. All right, what's next? Where are they now? Where are they now? If no one I, has one, I, I have one I could do. Go for it. Where are they now, Tom Glavin? <laughs> So just a little background for the folks at home. Tom Glavin was born in 1966, March 25th to be exact. Um, and he, he pitched for the Braves from 1987 to 2002, and then again in 2008. Um, in between then, he pitched for the Mets. He finished with a win-loss record 
of 305 and 203 with a career ERA of 3.54 and 2,607 career strikeouts. A 10-time All-Star, 1995 World Series champion, two-time Cy Young Award winner in 1991 and 1998. He what? Chad, Chad I'm going to stop you right now. A four-time Silver Slugger? Chad. Are you? Are we doing? Where are they now? Or are we doing biography time? Well, what's going on? Wait, John, John, doing? John, John, John. It. He was a four-time silver slugger. Did he hit? Bro, the pitchers get that award. That doesn't mean they're good hitting. Yeah, the best pitcher. It, it's Which, all that's com- a lot. Are we doing? Where compared, are they now? It's all compared to the other pitchers hitting. He was just the best hitting pitcher that year. Jesus. Chad, amateur hour. Oh, my God. You're not even saying where he is now. What's happening, dude? What's I got happening, so man? Jesus. All right, I'll so go. Excited. Where are they now? Where are they now? He- Kevin James. Kevin James is, is about to be in a Hollywood movie set to portray uh, Sean Payton in an upcoming movie about Bounty Gate. Wow. It, but isn't it about him coaching his sixth grade son's football team? It so it's it's about so Kevin James. Where are they now again? Kevin James. Where are they now? They are now Chad. This is for you to okay. take notes. They are now going. He is going to be playing Sean Payton in a movie about Bounty Gate scandal. Um, and yes, it's going to focus on Payton coaching his son's sixth grade team while not coaching the Saints. It's going to be a Netflix movie. Um. I cannot imagine that that one's going to be good uh, Rotten Tomatoes, but I've been wrong um, to buy these guys sometimes. I don't know if they're ready yet. I watched uh, Godzilla King Kong this weekend. Plotline designed by a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, actually, that, that was an awful movie. Entertaining was high. Jumps right into the movie, introduces no characters, and I'm just. You're you're immediately playing. You're immediately under duress the whole time, trying to understand what's happening. It's a good way to put it. You're you're basically Sam Darnold with the Jets offensive line in that movie. That's how I would describe the Godzilla <laughs> King Kong experience. Is <laughs> Darnold with the Jets offensive line? So you you have to HBO Go. You have to decide between that and like the the Pirated Justice League Snyder Cut where it's five and a half hours long, where you literally have to take naps in between each segment. Yeah. Anyway, where are they now, Chad? Who you got? Or Connor? Chad, you have one? Oh, you guys want me to go again? Connor, you go while I think of one. I had a good one. We've been doing this whole time, Chad. All right. I have, where are they now, Tom Glavin. He recently... Lists his. <laughs> he recently listed his three-acre home for six point seven five million dollars. Um, with he lives with his wife, um, Chris, and they have five children. As I said, the house was listed for six point seven five million. Eight bedrooms, nine bathrooms. Where um, is it? Atlanta. At nine ten Hurlston Lane in Johns Creek. They've lived there for two years. Really got the whole address of this man's house, his mansion online? 
It comes insane. with a backyard baseball field and basement batting cage. It was built. Chad, 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 Chad. <laughs> are we doing, where are they now? Are we doing Chad Messier Realty, dude? <laughs> What's going on? All right, I, I, I got a good where is they now that'll buy Mike Rodriguez in the eighth. Out of the penalty box. If anyone's interested in a, in a new home and you have a lot of money, Tom Glavin, house on the market. You can hire Chad as your real estate God, agent. Chad, Chad Messerio. So, where are they now? Brian Westbrook, former Philadelphia Eagles running back. On March 25th, he was named by 76 Capital as the chairman of their new athlete venture group. Wow. As chairman, Westbrook will recruit other athletes, entertainers, and influencers to the Athlete Venture Group and help advise 76 Capital's sports tech startups and entrepreneurs. They will create members for members are will create opportunities for members of the Athlete Venture Group to invest, learn, and work directly with 76 Capital's portfolio companies. Where are they now? Brian Westbrook. So uh, there's only 50 Capitals. That's correct, but it has absolutely nothing to do with 76 capital. Chad, what are you what are you looking at? So can we vote on the best performance from where are they now? Tom Glavin, Brian Westbrook, and I've hmm. never even John, who is You who know Kevin you James. Kevin he's, James he's Paul Blart? He's in Mall Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop's playing Sean Payton. Is this a, okay? That's kind of. Do you not know what this is? He, he's he's also in uh, what is hey. that movie? Grown Ups. Yes. yes. Grown Ups. Uh, Chuck and Larry, King of Queens. If you know that TV show from pretty old show, my parents watched it back in the day. Uh, if you don't know Kevin James. You, you gotta you gotta look at yourself in the mirror. Apparently, I do. All right, let's move on from that disaster. Don't segment. tell Anthony. Don't tell Anthony and Matt that you don't know who that is. Well, they're gonna hear this probably, so we'll find out. Um, guess the spread. We're just gonna keep it going now. NBA, I would imagine. I don't know what else there is. Oh, this is a surprise. Best of five. Oh boy. Tomorrow night, seven p.m. Um, Connor won the last time we did this, I believe. So Connor starts. Tomorrow night, seven p.m. Who is playing? We have the Boston Bruins at home against the Buffalo Sabers. I oh, need wow. I need a money line here. Give me the Bruins minus two twenty. Oh, that's so low. Bruins minus three hundred. Bruins minus three oh five. Jesus. Good yeah. start from Clemens. All right. We are gonna go to the same night. Is Taylor Hall gonna play in that game, you think? I'd imagine. I might take the Sabres. No, I definitely won't. (laughs) Tomorrow night, it is the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're at home against the San Diego Padres. We Mm. have some guy named something cool on the mound for the Pirates against Blake Snell. I need a money line. John, you start. (laughs) Chad Cool's Pirates opening day starter. (laughs) It's a bad team. Never even heard of him. Um. Well, they're definitely not favored, even though they're at home. Padres minus one seventy. 
I'll go Padres minus 165. The Padres minus 220. Jeez. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> no respect for the Pittsburgh Pirates at all. Probably for good reason. Yeah, that was not. They're hot. Too. I think they just won two out of three against Chicago. It's kind of shocking. All right, matchup number three as Chad's app just absolutely died. And it's back. It's back, maybe. It's loading. I was trying to switch. There we go. All right. We're going back to the NHL. Tonight, we're going to tonight, 10.30 p.m. We have San Jose Sharks at home. They're 18 and 18. Against the Anaheim Ducks, who are 12 and 23. This is giving John a concussion, I can tell. No, I was trying to conceptualize it. I already forget who the home team is, but Connor's up. The San Dun- Jose is home. Oh, San Jose's home? I, I really have no idea how to price this game, but I'll go, I'll go Anaheim minus 120. I think he accidentally did that. Nah, he didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I'll let you go again. San Jose is at home. They're 18 and 18. Anaheim's on the road. They're 12 and 23. Oh, I thought you said they're 23 and 12. Oh. That's on me. Uh, San Jose minus 150. I was going to go even higher. So San Jose minus 160. And folks, it was a clean sweep. San Jose minus 184. I was a good guy there. I could have let Connor ride out that. An- that was tough. Anaheim. This Anaheim this segment sucks. isn't the same with these sports. We really need, we college, need college basketball, basketball. back. Yeah. So we wanted to throw that in for the hundredth episode, guys. You know, we did what we can for you. Everything's for you. All at the end of the day. Uh. But that'll kind of slide us into oh, Chippy, Chip Chip. No, you're good right now. Chip, chip. This is sliding us into um, question marks. So this is where we should have let the 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 fans vote. No, no, no. we know what we're doing. We're gonna recap, buddy. Oh yeah, recap. We're gonna recap, pal. Here's my first question. So we're gonna recap. You know what what were our favorite moments over the first hundred episodes here uh, from each of us? Really, not a defined number. You can give. You can give one. You can give three. You can give five. Probably not more than that. Probably not. Probably not even more than three. But you know, what's your favorite moment? Two moments of the uh, first hundred episodes. First question is not around that. How many episodes do you think we were gonna make it? And did you think it would be a hundred? No. Definitely did not think it'd be a hundred. I'd say like fifteen to twenty. Wow. Yeah, I I thought maybe a little more than twenty, but I thought at some point, you know. We're we're busy guys. We've got, you know, our careers just starting. So I thought the timing and, and whatnot would be difficult with everyone doing different shit. Um, but like like it's been every week, I'm the glue that keeps us all together. Um, you know, John gets flaky at times. Connor just gets on, you know, 20 to 25 minutes late on average. I don't get flaky. Hey. How often have I missed an episode 
for not I was gonna compliment you too, and then you pull that shit on me. It's unbelievable. You get cranky and But I, I always am on if I'm home. Sometimes you're asleep. You're present in a sense. Mm-hmm. That um But you have been, I believe, on every episode, Chad. I believe every have you missed one? I may have missed one. I feel like I've you, missed one. No perfect attendance? No perfect attendance unfortunately okay um but a, a moment that i want to kick it back to i think this was probably within our first hundred episodes or not first hundred obviously within our first hundred within the first probably 40 episodes was um as i'm moving around sorry when we started talking about like space and time <laughs> I was, I was gonna say we were talking about the pyramids. I was, the I was pyramids. Wi-Fi. Yeah, why, why Wi-Fi works? I still had anyone been know. able to answer that, dude. I, I tell you what, they every commercial break was the same for the masters. It was IBM hybrid cloud, and I, this is a part of my job. I, I real, I do the cloud, Wi-Fi, anything involving all that technology i cannot wrap my head around as much as i try to as much as i try my very best i can spit out to you definitions and definitions but at the core of my brain i i can't <laughs> comprehend it i don't know how it all works See, i can t- act like i i can talk it i can talk it like i know it but i don't actually know it i have no idea how that's the core works, of my brain the john core like brain is bereft of thought on that matter john so you have a, a router and a modem in your apartment Correct. Sure. And you have a you have a PlayStation or you have an Xbox. So essentially, the router modem are like connecting the the Xbox to friends. So there's like a beam of energy. But what I don't under like I get that, but what I don't understand is if I stand in front of like in between the Xbox and the and the modem, like don't I block it? Like, why doesn't the the connection go bad if you just stand in between it? How on earth? <laughs> How literally on earth? <laughs> How does cell signals even work? Like, at the end of the day, I don't understand it. If you really try to think about everything, nothing makes sense. My question is, do the guys that made it understand it? They have to, know. right? I don't yeah. know how you can ever truly understand that. How'd you think of that one day? You just wake up and it's like, shit, I know how to connect people across the world. Like, is that as simple as that? It's such a simulation. I mean, it started out with like, what was it? Like Harriet Tubman, like creating the the first phone. Not Harriet Tubman, but... um, Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. No, no, no. Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. (laughs) Thomas Edison invented electricity. Okay, well that had to come first. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's move well, let's, on. Let's get our inventors straight here, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah seriously. Um <laughs> another moment around that time that sticks out to me was obviously the Shnevetsnikov. Um mm-hmm. we still have trouble pronouncing it to this day. He got it was his rookie year. Um He got his his bell rung by Alexander Ovechkin in a fight he picked with him. No idea why, but yeah, he got his bell rung. So essentially, any time clearly, yeah, he was he was clearly concussed after the fight, and uh, we 
turned. It's a synonym for concussed. Sveshnikov is is a synonym for concussed. For those that didn't know, for those that have been with us the whole time and are still sticking it through 100 episodes in, you know, you know what we're talking about. Connor, give us a moment. What's sticking out to you right now? Well, you took my, uh, <clears throat> I was going to say that pyramid conversation, like, always sticks out to me. We've had some really memorable rants about Syracuse, just as a whole. Yeah. The place, the team, Jim Beheim. The place. The place, yeah. That th- Those all stick out to me. The Talking about, like, just the hills and the black ice and everything, yeah. that definitely sticks out. It's vivid. Um, yeah, uh, honestly, when having Ray on the show was pretty cool when he got to ride in the, the Derby. That was that yep. was a cool moment. He- hearing a lot about uh, horse racing that you don't really know about as just like a, an average person. So that was yep. cool. But those were those are probably the ones that that stick out to me the most. And Dante when he was in the uh, Rare Food Tournament. That was the episode, or that was the interview I missed. You guys didn't let me on. You didn't think I could be mature enough. Quote me yeah. if I'm wrong, but I was that's, not. A, that's a correct, but I don't know if you can blame us. Probably can't blame me. Um, arguments. <laughs> Have we had major um, arguments? Your your argument about uh, two of that one, like, that was like a, maybe a month or two ago. That was pretty spectacular. Chad, I've gotten mad at you, I know, a lot of times, like loud, uh, but they're also in the moment that I cannot really pick my i can't really remember specifically what i w- could say i got most mad at you about over the course of our first 100 episodes here we've gotten mad about I know quite often two two is probably a very good nominee for that distinction i just gotta imagine there's some some arguments early on oh that really bothered Texas me tech college basketball who was the lottery pick jared culver jared culver Paul. Why did that we was an all timer? You you didn't know who he was and you thought he was bad. You basically had no. I remember you didn't know who he was. You couldn't name a lot of people that year that you like. It was just like obvious players that you should have known and you didn't know, but you were talking like you knew other people better or something. I don't remember. Classic I essentially picture. said Texas Tech was made up of nobodies. You just kept lying the whole year. I fabricated. You you've grown up a lot since then, but you man, you a lot. I that was that was the first year, and you you just were a lying. You know machine. what else stands out to me when Chad just blatantly lied about like the golf rules that one, that <laughs> one week was that the was that the Masters in November? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. It's like yeah, it's, it's top five players in the world make the cut no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No 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 no. Wait. That's exactly what you said. Yeah, you said something absurd. <laughs> yeah, I misread that. the article. I misread the article. That's what I'm blaming that one on. That was just, I was concussed. Um, There's been a lot of good moments, yeah. for sure. I don't know. John falling asleep, I mean. A lot of falling asleep a classic. I, all the interviews with just, you know, the buddies. Um, all those episodes are fun. Getting the... The Ace, the Addy, the Drew, uh, the Woodland, the AJ. I don't know if I'm missing anyone. Dave was on for an episode. That Dave, Connor um, Johnson on there. 
But, you know. What, what are we looking I'd, forward to for the rest of 2021, 2022? This can be related to sports in general. This can be related to the podcast. Um, priority one, I think, for all of us is our our giveaway. Getting that into, like, putting that together into an actual thing. That's got to be a priority. Yeah, it does. It should be. Perhaps it will be. We're going to follow up on that. We're going to circle back to it. Don't be afraid to, to remind us if you just randomly remember one day. The seventh rounders giveaway pops in your brain. Shoot us a text. We still um, haven't hired our statistician. No. All this time has passed, and the job postings are, are now two and a half years old. We have zero applicants for most of them. Um, psych. Chad actually does all those jobs behind the scenes. He's just too humble. To, um, but what am I looking for for the rest of this year, man? Hopefully a, a championship in a sporting event that's exciting. Which just one, honestly, would be great. It would be one more than there has been over the last year. So, you know, would love some, some excitement moving forward, uh, starting with the NHL playoffs. I think we're, we're in a little bit of a hitting a dead zone in the sports calendar. Um, I would say up until whenever the NHL and NBA playoffs start, it's, it's going to be pretty boring, pretty dead. Good opportunity uh, if you want to take a cleanse, a break from, you know, wagering money on any games, uh, which is what I'll be doing. Uh, looking forward to some. I think there's some pretty good fights for the rest of this year. Is the uh, is Tyson Fury Joshua this year? Uh, Do we know? I believe so. I know Mc, McGregor Poirier was supposed to be like July 10th, but now they're all talking shit to each other on Twitter. So I don't know if they're actually fighting still. That also could just be for publicity. You never really know. Um, Tyson Fury's next fight. I, I think know. the, the Poirier-McGregor fight still scheduled to go on as are still going to go on as schedule. I think they're just talking trash for the the promo. Probably. McGregor said he was fighting someone else on the 10th on Twitter, but I, again, I don't believe him. Um, I guess Joshua, a day old, Tyson Fury, Joshua being presented final information on a uh, on a on a fight. They did fight, sign a two fight deal back in March, so it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when and where. Hopefully that's in 2021. Really excited for the James Bond movie later this year. Uh, that's coming out. Really excited for the mask mandate to be lifted. Whenever that's gone, it's going to feel like life is normal again. I, f- I am so over the mask. It's crazy. It's so itchy on the beard. I can't do it. Um, so those are the things I'm most looking forward to at this immediate time, what I can think of for the rest of this year. I'm also looking forward to MLB The Show coming out here soon. Hopefully you guys get that game. Uh, we can have some friendly competition. New Call of Duty update? I don't really care about that. I love that. That game makes me so mad. I love it, but it makes me so mad. Honestly, maybe they, it definitely could use an update. There's a lot of issues with Warzone. But I also fear that an update's going to just bring more problems. I don't know. We'll see. Every update Fortnite had, game got worse. So I'm pretty worried. But True. I am excited to we'll see what happens. Atlanta Falcons game in person in September. Nice. Very good. Very excited about that. Yeah, returning to to live sports in general is gonna be fun. It's been a while. Going to the a Hornets game here 
next week before uh, seeing you fellows in the city the night before. That's true. Uh, Chad, this is your official invite. We're hosting a birthday for Mike Rodriguez, my roommate, April 24th. You can make it. We'd love to have you. Okay. Okay. Put that on With my that calendar. being said, I'm also excited to get my second vaccination. I got vaxxed on Saturday. Looking forward Feel to my second shot in about three weeks. And then hopefully, like John said, we can get rid of all the, the masks and the bullshit. How were uh, how are you feeling? My arm was sore. Yeah, my arm was real sore. I, I had a little bit of a headache, but other than that, it was pretty pretty seamless and painless. What did you get? Which one? I got the Moderna in my left arm. I was I was hoping for Pfizer as a as a shareholder, but you know we have to, we got to take what we can get. Chad, I got get? Moderna as well. I haven't gotten mine yet. Addy got his yesterday. He got Johnson Johnson, the one timer. Yeah, uh, I, I have a couple of friends that that they, they got a little feverish after that. He did not feel good at all for the last 24 hours, and his arm was really – said it felt like he got shot in the arm. So um, I don't really want that. I think I want the Pfizer one after uh, careful consideration over the last couple of days. I think I want the Pfizer one, so I'm going to try for it, even though I know it's two times. I, I know that one time is not bad at all, and one time should be potentially 24 hours of unpleasantries, but we'll fight. We'll battle. I'm not worried. I hate needles, though. That's the part I'm – I'm – I don't really give a shit what happens after the shot. It's the needle that I'm, I'm, I most hate. I'll be honest. I'm a bitch when it comes to needles. <laughs> did, did I ever tell you guys about my my youth days getting shots? No. I had to one time. I was not good with them. I um, I put up a stink. They um, they had to bring the bullpen in. Uh, two <laughs> nurses had to pin me. <laughs> two, two nurses had to pin me down. I was screaming. I told the nurse I hope she died. They had to bring a third nurse in and get me pinned to uh, actually give me the shot. Um, so I don't know if many people can say, you know, it took three nurses to give give you a shot. But uh, I was a fight. I was scrappy back in the day. Um, I uh, certainly don't like them to this day, but I, I don't need um people to hold me down i just remembered i think chad in, in one of the very early episodes i think you took us through a story about when you shit yourself that is one of my favorite moments twice uh that one just came to mind you you yeah you're an interesting you're just an interesting well-rounded guy i appreciate that um to finish this um segment what i'm looking forward to um more golf this i'm looking forward to the summer like being yeah, outside yeah. more i think the snow's good and gone but who knows in upstate new york looking forward to moving probably you know put put a june timeline on that um you know and then don't love to look ahead to the fall but man you know excited to see if tua can do something mm-hmm. um excited to see who's going to be surrounding him um so college football yeah, I don't know if you said the NFL draft is a group, but that'll be good. Um, I know John's probably not looking forward to college football, um, but, you know, I know Connor is. I am. Yep. I am. We'll see how long that lasts. I give it two weeks into the season. Yeah. But there, There is a whole lot of pessimism around Gamecock athletics right now. It's pretty brutal. 
Other than baseball is doing okay. Football and basketball, not really. Frank Martin's coming back for two years. People are not happy about that. <laughs> is what it is. All right. And with that, let's uh, a quick last call and call it a night. Um, last call for me. Looking forward to, you know, the weekend. It's Monday, but looking forward to the weekend. Um Going to try and get out on the golf course, you know, Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning. Um, the Kings are down 25 right now, so I won't be turning that on. Uh, <laughs> Sabres aren't playing, but they're losing. Um, thank God Syracuse basketball is done. Only so much of that I can take. Um, kind of stress-free right now in terms of, you know, sports. Bummer not seeing Tiger in the Masters. That's all I got. My last call here kind of ties in with uh, the last thing I just said. So uh, this gentleman, Mr. Dean Harry Tolleson, he passed away on April 9th. I do not know him or I do not know his family. I know nothing about him. 52 years old. uh, Thoughts and prayers to his family, though, family and friends. You hate to see someone go at such an age. Native of South Carolina in his obituary on Whoever wrote this obituary for him, the second to last paragraph says, the family would like to invite the South Carolina Gamecocks football team to serve as the honorers so they can let him down one. This is on his obituary. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) You got to respect that. You got to respect that. So a Clemson fan somehow found this and, and... also, did I say that? Like, Paul Bear? Paul Bear. Paul Bear? Yeah, Paul Bear, I think. Clemson guy is like, uh, he goes, it took a lot of brass out of the family member to post that. It did. He's right. Uh, my last but, call goes out to Taylor Gabriel, who after seven NFL seasons is announcing his retirement. Uh, he was uh, an important part of the Falcons 2016 Super Bowl run including one of the greatest routes run that I've ever seen on uh, Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl. So just want to shout him out. appreciate his service for Atlanta. And let's go get Kyle Pitts, baby. Let's let's warm up the fucking machine. No. No. All right. And with that, we sail off. Happy 100th. Thank you. Thank you for 100 fans 200 more and there's no AJ. other way to end this than Alyssa I love you AJ hit him with it thank you for listening production by AJ Bradbury